and welcome to another episode of Weeb Cafe. I'm Claire, that's Chris. For a hot second, I was about to reverse that and I almost said that I was Chris. Um, that is incorrect. You don't want to be Chris. I can tell you right now, I don't want to be Chris, so you don't want to be Chris. I mean, I kind of want to be Chris because your hair is green now and I would love to have green hair. Well, today... <laughs> We are going to be talking about our favorite anime tropes. We're going to actually take some quizzes first, uh, talking about which anime trope are we uh, and which one we fit into. And then we're going to go and talk about some of our favorites. And then we're going to end with some of our absolute least favorites. Because oh, if we get the opportunity to rant in a podcast, my God, we're going to take it. So this is... What anime character trope are you based on very specific questions about your childhood? Question one. What song is most likely to be downloaded on your iPod shuffle? Hey Ya by Outkast, Disturbia by Rihanna, Mean by Taylor Swift, I'm Sprung by T-Pain, Some Nights by Fun, Did It On Em by Nicki Minaj, or Telephone by Lady Gaga featuring Beyonce. Not the iPod shuffle. Okay, I wasn't cool enough to have an iPod shuffle. I had a an MP3 light. My MP3 player weirdly looks like, or it did look like, I don't have it anymore, but it looked like one of those vibrators that people get to, you know, like the ones that you insert and then you walk around in public that have the remote. That's what it looked like. All right. I can just imagine it plays. <laughs> somebody putting up their vag and playing music from it as they walk around. And it plays, it plays Did It To Him by Nicki Minaj. Stop! Okay, um, honestly, Meme by Taylor Swift, because I was a Swifty for so long, I'm not gonna lie. Mine is Some Nights by Fun, because I was one of those kids that looked out the window of school buses and pretended that my life was a music video. Question number two. What best matches your bedroom looks like when you're sleeping? I'm looking around my bedroom. No, but it has to be your childhood bedroom, remember? Oh, fuck. That's so different. Everything's off, but you leave the curtains open so you can see where you... When you go pee, you blacked out so the lights are still on. One big comforter and a glass of water on the nightstand. TV on, the volume is on two, and your phone is right next to your face. TV on, at least one accent light, and no more than a few pillows and a blanket. Pitch black. All your clothes are on the floor and your blanket is covering your head to toe. All my clothes are always on the floor. I think I'm going to go with uh, TV on, but the volume's on two and my phone's next to my face. Well, there was a period of time where we weren't allowed to have our phones upstairs with us. I'll do pitch black because I used to have blackout curtains and I had to get rid of them because I would literally sleep the entire day. What are, fuck, I'm, what are they called? Like a regular like phone, wall phone? Fuck, like the usual like home phones. I had a blue glittery one. A landline? A landline. I had a landline for my own bedroom and it was blue and it was sparkly and I and I glued like a like a boa to the rim of it and I acted like I was Cher from Clueless. I fucking hate you. I had a landline in my room literally up until I moved out last year and I hated it because when it rang, it would wake me up because it rang all of the phones in the house. What did your days look like in middle school? No, please no. Literally please no. just homework, new grounds, playing karate flash games on the virus infested family computer, <laughs> <laughs> 
talking to a complete stranger you met online on kick that you were somehow closer to than your own family? Ah, don't come for me like this! Oh my god, watching Five Nights at Freddy's playthroughs till dinner time. Oh my god. Biting the game controller because you can't beat your sibling on need for speed. Crashing instead of doing homework because you already know your grades in middle school don't matter but plan to cheat off your classmates in homeroom tomorrow. I'm going with kick because I don't know why that was such a big thing for everybody to have a kick and talk to random strangers. Which is so dangerous. So dangerous. There are definitely friends that I made that I'm guaranteed were just 50 year old men. Question four. Pick a weird animated kid movie that you liked but won't admit to. Over the Hedge, Hotel Transylvania, Kung Fu Panda, Wreck-It Ralph, How to Train Your Dragon, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and Cars. First off, this list is shit because most of them came out when we were teenagers. This is not geared towards us. Okay. But also a good number of these, I will openly admit that I absolutely love them. How to Train Your Dragon and Kung Fu Panda have the best animated scores of like any movie ever. I guess Over the Hedge. That was kind of a weird crack movie. Oh, 100%. But I love it. But I absolutely love it. Steve Carell so, is a squirrel. I'm going to admit to that one. Because, like, I would openly admit to How to Train Your Dragon or Kung Fu Panda. Like, hands down. So I'm going with Over the Hedge. Because that was a weird cracked out thing. But, like, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. It was wonderful. What was your go-to when your mom didn't cook? Chicken ramen. <laughs> beef ramen. Pizza rolls. Cup mac and cheese. Sandwich. I don't have a mom. Or sleep. Chicken ramen all the way, baby! Nah, nah, nah. Pizza rolls is where it's at. See, we never kept pizza rolls in the house. I would only ever have pizza rolls at friends' houses. Uh, it was normally ramen. Or, like, cup mac and cheese. Or a sandwich. But chicken ramen was my go-to. Pizza rolls, and then, like, if they put fish sticks on here, I would have had to do fish sticks. Question number six. Come help with these groceries. Sandals... Three times your shoe size, heels for some reason, goes to your own pair of shoes before going outside, barefoot because you thought you were tough from Avatar The Last Airbender, barefoot but you're walking on the balls of your feet, just socks, and you have to change them when you get in because the ground was wet. Pretend no one asked for your help. Um, barefoot but I'm walking on the balls of my feet. I don't have time to get shoes. I'm not cool enough to be tough. I'm gonna say just socks, but you have to change them because they get wet, uh, because I don't have time to put on shoes. I'm walking through the garage and then on the pavement, it's fine. it's fine. Also, just from, I don't know if you grew up in an area with a lot of scorpions, but I did. So it, it wasn't just, you couldn't just be like, ah, oh, let me go quickly just stuff my feet into some shoes. You had to like, check them. Oh, I did not grow up in an area with a lot of scorpions, thank God. It was terrifying. I, I would go out in socks. And then immediately get yelled at by my dad when I came in. You keep putting holes in your socks because you don't wear shoes. And I'm like, Dad, that's what's in. I'm doing what all the cool kids do. Dad, leave me alone. I'm a cool kid. All right, last question. Bonus question. What is your opinion on Selena Gomez? I don't know. She's pretty. I like her music. Probably only like her because of nostalgia. Why is she still even famous? Fuck Selena Gomez. Love her. Only know her because she dated The Weeknd. She dated The Weeknd? She did? I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, probably only like her because of nostalgia, because I don't even know what the fuck she's doing. I know she has lupus. That's about it. Probably the same. I really liked Wizards of Waverly Place. 
Oh no. <laughs> I really like that show. No, I do. I just saw my result. That's what I was making the noise about. Oh my god. All right. What's your result, Chris? First off, it's an image from Banana Fish, which I have not watched yet, but uh, Kay is forcing me to watch because they want us to cosplay NG and Ash. And I already know it's going to make me cry because I know what happens at the end. Um, but it says, suffers for plot development. <laughs> Baby, I'm so sorry. I die. It's fine. Wow. Um... Mine is sweet little fucking baby. Oh my god, a child. I love you. Um, so that's our character trope. And mine has a picture of like Gon and Toru and Deku and Tanjiro and Hinata. All the babies. All right, next quiz. Which oddly specific anime trope are you? Question number one Your friend suggests you break into an abandoned building at sunset. What do you tell them? That's the wildest shit you've ever said to me. My mom said no with a disappointed face. 100% yes, I'll bring the wire clippers, flashlights, and some tequila. OMG, like in the movies? Okay, just wait for me. I have to pack my camera. You think the building's haunted? Should I bring my Ouija board just in case? Uh, gross. An abandoned building? My shoes will get dirty. There's bugs and maybe raccoons. No, thank you. Only if my dog can come with. Do you have a list of tools we need? Maybe we should make a list of all the things we need to do. Can you get my notepad from my uh, from the other room? Mine's the last one because I will be prepared and I love making lists. So uh, I'm going with 100%. I'll bring my wires, clippers, flashlights, and tequila. I did break into an abandoned building once with some friends that was haunted. Um, and I watched a drive-by from the roof. It was terrifying, but I would do it again. <laughs> that took a turn. Christ, oh my god. <laughs> Question two, where do you see yourself living in five years? In five years? I don't know where I'm going to be in five days, buddy. <laughs> in a city like Los Angeles, where the people are friendly and have big hopes and dreams, I could maybe meet a person of my dreams, or just have some fun. Every weekend, I could go to the farmer's market and buy myself a bouquet of flowers that actually makes me want to throw up. Ideally, a secluded forest, a little cottage where I could be more alone with my thoughts, channeling the energy of nature around me. I hope to find a gigantic mushroom so I can read my book under it in its shade. First off, neither of us should be alone with our thoughts. I'm telling you right now. That is a bad idea. Somewhere like New York, I need a city as busy and bustling as I am, where I can never get bored and there's always new things to do. Maybe a small apartment in Portland, a sensible job, a couple cats, a light-knit, a tight-knit group of friends, a nice underground bookstore within walking distance. I'll be retired in five years, doesn't matter how old I am, living my best life on the shore of the Hampton, sipping the most expensive champagne overlooking the city. <laughs> or I'll be living as a sewage rat in the, you guessed it, the sewers. I'll be kicking it with the Ninja Turtles and they'll give me some, beats of their, some bits of their pizza in exchange for sexual favors. No. Not the, not the Ninja Turtles. They would never. They're, they're gentlemen. They're gentle turtles. Gentle turtlemen. Uh, gentle turtlemen. I want that on a t-shirt. All right, guys. Give this uh, podcast a five-star review if you want us to make merch with uh, gentle turtlemen and the image of the Ninja Turtles on it. Please and thank you. Turtles, turtles in a half shell. Turtle power. Uh, okay, so I'm going with the Portland apartment one with the cats and the bookstores, because that is my jam. I'm going cottage. 
I love cottagecore, and I would love to find a gigantic mushroom, and hopefully there is uh, fairies or a haunted ghost that can either kill me or be my friend. Either or. Whatever it wants. Who is your favorite musical artist out of this selection? Sufjan... Safan? Safan Stevens, Bikini Kill, Carly Rae Jepsen, Ariana Grande, Jork, Tyler the Creator, or BTS? I know like three of these. Same. I'm gonna go with Four. BTS. I am going to go with Ariana Grande. I don't even really like her music, but I like her the most. She has a really nice voice. Her music, Wait. eh. Her voice, very pretty. What are you wearing the day 1D comes to retrieve you as your new owners? Oh, fuck yeah. I'm about to go on a jog, so I'm wearing athletic clothing, and I feel my cheeks grow red as Harry looks up and down at me in my form-fitting Adidas leggings. Uh, an electric outfit with clashing patterns with lots of pink and purple. I'm not like the others. A floral outfit complemented by the pink blush I've brushed onto my nose and cheeks. Whatever the three items of clothing I own that are clean, the rest are sitting in my chair, dirty, staring at me, mocking me. The clothes that are clean do not match, but damn it if they're not comfortable. Maybe they can fix me. Dressing to the nines. Brands are essential. Gucci. Louis Vuitton. No knockoffs. I knew they were coming. A brush of mascara and my hair slicked back into a mid-ponytail. I'm wearing neutral tones with a simple silhouette and a pair of sensible tennis shoes. Something more edgy, trademark. <laughs> Dark clothes, tight jeans, leather jackets, black hoodies, combat boots. A look that tries to intimidate and maybe works half the time. They don't own me. So I'm tied between two. The edgy, just because that's somewhat my normal style anyways, is like jeans and dark clothing and combat boots. But also, like, the three items of clean clothing. <laughs> I'm going to go with edgy just because that's what I typically wear. I'm going electric outfit with clashing patterns because if in high school and middle school, all my clothing was pattern on pattern because, <laughs> yeah. I'd say I'm surprised, but I'm really not. <laughs> you come across a stray cat on the street. What do you do? No kitty cat. Uh, stare deep into its eyes. I think I can. it can read my thoughts. Can I read his? Ooh, big stretch. Psst, 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 psst. Admire its beauty from afar. Cats are majestic creatures. This one just might have rabies, though. Give it a few pets and scratches and let it go on its way. OMG, so cute! Snap a few pictures through social media and put tons of hearts, filters all over it. Obviously, after giving it a lot of love. Take a piece of paper and fold a little origami hat for the cat. Origami cat hat. Nice. I'm 100% the first one. Yeah. I'm taking take a piece of paper out and make it a little hat. Origami cat hat. At almost every restaurant I go to, I try to make, like, crowns out of the napkins. So, I feel like I will do that for a cat. What is your favorite time of day? 3 a.m. is when my head feels the most clear. Everything is just so much funnier and happier when the rest of the world is asleep. Who is happy at 3 a.m.? Who is... Not me. Not I'm, me. I'm awake. I'm just sad. Early morning, right after the sun is risen. Can we talk about how magical early sunshine is? If I could, I would wake up really early and fill a bottle with golden light that reflects off my window. My god. Sunset. I close my eyes at the orange sky and blue from as the day washes away. 
9 p.m. There's just something about this time that is so elusively sexy. Maybe the way it defies time and only lasts for about three minutes. Or maybe because it's the perfect bridge between early night and late night. Not if you're in Texas, it's not. Of course, golden hour. There's something special about the world's most photogenic time in golden hour. I can see the world the way it was meant to be seen with a blanket of golden sun. Wait, when's, when's golden hour? Do you know? I think it's the hour before sunset or like when it's, the sun starts setting. Okay. Dusk, when the sun falls and the layer of blue falls over the world. Sunrise, new day, new beginning. I get butterflies watching the rest of the world start to wake up. And just the thought of what the new day brings makes me incredibly happy. This person obviously does not have anxiety. I like sunset, honestly. I like dusk. You know, you know what place has the prettiest sunsets? Where? Oklahoma. Yeah, because there's nothing there. I mean, you're not wrong, but they do have really nice sunsets. That's the only thing I miss. We have really good sunsets out by my house where I live, because I live in the, the, the rolling hills of Austin. There's like a forest and the sunset looks really pretty, but I like dusk. Which of the Henner de Toulouse bed series makes you yearn the most? First off, uh, I don't know French. Um, there's one with a couple kissing. They're like side to side in bed. There's one with two people just like pass the fuck out in bed. And then there's one where they're about to fuck. Like he's on top of her and they're making out. Okay, wait. I want to try to say the name. Henri de Toulouse Lettrich. I'm, I'm sure I did better. that right. You did a lot better than I did. I'd say the uh, first one. I'm gonna go with the one where they're next to each other kissing. Because I'm Mr. Lisa because she's in LA! <laughs> she's been there for a week and now she's gonna be there for another week and I'm just sad and lonely. How do you fall in love? With hesitance. Vulnerability is terrifying to me, and so is the notion of addressing any of my own feelings. Wow. Loving someone means plunging into my greatest fears. I need someone to make me braver than I am. God damn. Slowly, constantly evaluating my feelings, their emotions, and how we work together. Instantly, I fall in love with everyone I see. It's just a matter of if they love me back. Why is that you? I don't know Why yet. Sorry. <laughs> All of these are me. One day it just hits me. I don't know what it takes from them, maybe a smile or a kind gesture, but the way I look at the person will change and I'll lay everything down and walk towards them. With silence, my world feels chaotic, except when I'm with them, everything seems so slow. Everyone, everything seems to slow down. I can finally take a breath, relax, and feel safe. I don't need to use my words to fill the silences anymore. I just need their presence. Love, I am a lone wolf. Awu. I am 100% the first one. The hesitance. Hesitance. I'm gonna go with I don't know yet. I've never been in this kind of love. I don't know. Who knows? How dare you throw our relationship out the window like that, Claire? How dare you? Well, the way that like that I love you is just kind of like forced like exposure, which is for like a lot of people. That's how I like, that's how I love like a lot of my friends. But you, it's just kind of like forced exposure and then neither of us are, um, are quitters. So we're just kind of like, oh, oh, <laughs> I love you more. No, I no, I love you more. We're both very competitive. So it's just kind of like neither of us back down. Detail of your room that just makes sense. 
Pictures of my friends and family that I arranged into a heart shape on my wall. The pile of essays written from my favorite anarchist in the corner of my room. My twin-sized bed. Cups scattered all around the floor, half filled with mysterious liquids. The eight ball that rolls around in my room that sometimes I'm worried is sentient. Uh, the neatly stacked packaging of all the skincare products I use. My panda plant, I whisper secrets into that sits on the ed- the ledge of my window. Okay, but I actually do have a panda plant. You would. I didn't even know that was an actual thing. It's, uh, well, it's bamboo, but it has a panda on it. It's hella dead. You killed it! I can't keep any plant alive. But look, there's a little panda. And his name is Edmund. Like all the other pandas in my room. They're all named Edmund. Do you whisper your secrets to it and uh, hope it'll come back to life? Of course. I apologize to it every day. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. It's actually turning black now. I'm going with pictures of my friends and family. They're not arranged in a heart, but I do have, like, a string of them in my room. What's your favorite lyric from my favorite singer, IU? If we finally meet on the boundary of time, if I stand without stepping onto the past, I'll dance until I run out of breath. I know, I don't know any of these songs or who this person is. Like the words written into the sand where the waves are, I'm afraid you'll disappear. So I'll, so I always miss you. I can't take out all these words in my heart, but this means that I love you. If everything in the world dies and is reborn, if I grow old again, this heart won't have any wrinkles. It's twinkling and living right here. It lives forever. Under an orange sun, we dance with no shadows. There is no such thing as decided farewells. Meet me in that memory that was once beautiful, forever young. Life is still good without luck, even if you lose your way. Continue to take wobbly light steps once again. Dear moon, my moon, you never come close like the moon that I can't reach no matter how much I hurry after it. Sending text without any spaces, I think this is love. A million roses, do you want to make them bloom with me? Let's paint the flowers however we want. It's even beautiful when it wilts. I'm going to go with the, if we finally meet out of the boundary of time, I'll stand without stepping on the past. I'll dance until I run out of breath. Because that sounds the most normal. I like life is good without luck. Continue to take wobbly light steps once again. That is a good one. All right. You visit an antique shop. Which item are you most drawn towards? A life-size wax model of Hugh Jackman as the Wolverine from the film X-Men from 2000. Postcards with beautiful painted women on the front and handwritten messages on the back. Hmm, not a great fan of antique shops. I like new things. Odd garden ornaments in the shape of idle animals reading thick books. Any frog relic available. Frog paperweights, frog cups, frog plates, frog candle holders. Framed pictures with frogs wearing bonnets. Old music records from the 70s with stern-looking white men wearing brightly covered bunderies on the cover. A lock with a flower detail that's about the po- the perfect size for a lock of hair. Why would you put hair on a locket? I'm probably gonna go with the odd garden ornaments. Yeah, that sounds right. I'll go with a locket with a flower detail. I'm not gonna put a lock of hair in it, though. But I do like old jewelry. That's how you get ghosts. Yeah, which is just my goal. I just want to be haunted or poltergeisted. Why? Because I want to, I want, I don't know. I want to connect. Boss battle. Where does it take place? Chinese buffet during lunch hours. A Sears bedding section. A Target in a shopping mall. An empty strip mall building that I have a distinct memories of but can't figure out the context. A ball pit of a McDonald's play place. First off, 
does Seer still exist? Yes, it does, but it's it's. I think they've been calling bankruptcy for like seven years now, but they're still open. Like, ball pit at McDonald's, obviously. I'm going empty strip mall building that I have a distinct memory of, but can't figure out. Anyways, all right, so I got Magical Warrior. Yay, I can be a magical girl. You are the Magical Warrior character. You act differently depending on which phrase the moon, phase the moon is, but the smile on your face is always consistent. Automer excites you like nothing else, but you have a childlike fascination with anything shiny. I hate it here. Whenever you were young, you didn't want new clothes or shoes or toys. You wanted to touch the water of a mysterious pond under the light of a full moon and feel different the next day all right calling me out for like an h2o that's fine the idea of magic excites you to this day and you have a hard time accepting the fact that you're growing older and the characters of your favorite fantasy novels from your adolescence still you're the main character of your life and you know that if you do ever gain those magical powers you would use them for good this really came for me ouch wow i got the same thing <laughs> Woo! we're twins Woo! Magical warriors! So now we're going to talk about our anime tropes that we love. I think we'll go like one after the other because we don't have like a lot, but both of ours are different. So Chris, start us off. What's an anime trope you love? My personal favorite, and I think you'll agree with me, is the dark moody of the main trio. Always, always my cup of tea. And I love him. There's Sasuke from Naruto. I've never really watched Naruto, but I still love Sasuke. Uh, there's Todoroki from My Hero. Uh, there's Megumi from Jujutsu Kaisen. There's Kyo from Fruits Basket. Uh, Eren Yega. No, not him. Or is no, it? No, Mikasa. Him. Mikasa. She, she's grown on me. That's just that's just my, my brand. My brand. All right. My all-time favorite is Training Arcs. My Hero Academia, Haikyuu, Run with the Wind, Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, they are all like, they're like a bit of like slice of life in like an action heavy show. You could also even argue in Promised Neverland when they're preparing for the escape. True, that's also that's a training also... arc. Yeah, because it's like they show like personality, like apart from like major plot of the show. And it's just, they always just fill me with so much serotonin. And so... Like when they were doing, cause I was kind of late to like My Hero Academia, but when the training arc for a sports festival came up, I was like, yes, I <laughs> love training arcs. Cause they're so good. Cause you get to see them interact with each other and there's not usually like a villain to fight off or like, they just have to interact with each other and it's fucking hilarious. Like you noted in your notes, um, it does show more of their personality and it lets you get to know characters better, um, especially characters that you haven't really seen much of. You get to know a little more about them and see how into they interact with, like, their classmates and, like, the other characters in the show. I do really like training arcs as well. I know there's a lot of people that hate them, but, like, why? People are incorrect. I know it's an opinion, incorrect. but they are incorrect. This next one goes along with my first point. And uh, this is solely based off of a meme I saw on Facebook. And it's just these little chippy characters, and there's three of them. And the two on the ends are, like, shaking. Like, they look like they're, like, shaking. And then there's the one in the middle that's just standing there. And it says, like, uh, 
too much energy, no energy, and too much energy. And that's literally how, like, all of the trios from, like, all of Shonen shows go. You've got Toru and Kyo, who have too much energy in Fruits Basket. Yuki's no energy. Then you've got fucking Attack on Titan. You've got me, or you've got Armin and Eren, who have too much energy, and Mikasa has no energy. You've got Naruto and Sakura have too much energy, and uh, Sasuke has none. You have fucking Nabara and Yuji from Jujutsu Kaisen, who have too much energy, and then Megumi has no energy. Like, it's just, it's my favorite thing, and I love it. And, like, the too much energy can be, like, it's not just, like, they're, like, overhyped about stuff. Like, literally, Kyo's just always fucking mad, like, all the time. And then Toru's just a fucking klutz, and she's, like, always freaking out that she's done the wrong thing. I love female characters who don't take shit, and although they are most definitely not the main character, they are still highlighted. So... Ymir and Annie from Attack on Titan, Kyoko from Haikyuu, uh, Mirko from My Hero Academia, Ezra from Fairy Tale, Biscuit from Hunter Hunter, who is like one of the strongest characters in the entire show, and then Zero Two from Darling in the Franks. I love them because they're not like, apart from like a couple of them, or, you know, none of them are actually, like, bitches. They're not, like, rude. They just don't wow. take shit. I was say, Annie. Annie. I guess you're right. Annie's kind of just a bitch. She just, she's just a bitch. But all the other ones, they're, like, they're just, this is me. And I'm amazing. And I'm not going to let your silly little man words get to me because i'm the fucking best my next one actually flows into that uh and i hate the uh, word that they use as a descriptor but like the abusive female lead i don't like the word abusive because i don't think that's the correct verbiage for this but where it's kind of like she takes no shit uh and then i think personally I like it because that's kind of how I am like especially when I get excited like I get slightly physical without meaning to like I'll like tap somebody's leg or like I'll like punch them in the arm or something um so like a good example is Hori from Hori Mia she, she's like that um I'm pretty sure Nabara is like that from Jujutsu Kaisen as well just because like I don't know because, like, also, they don't take shit, but, like, I also think it's funny, but also I see myself in those characters, so... Just yeah. violent. <laughs> Violent-prone female leads. Yes. That's how I would describe you as an anime character. A violent-prone female lead. I see it. And then also gay. Alright, here we go. Two people forced to work together but eventually become friends-slash-lovers i.e. the enemy to lover trope. We love it. Bakugo and Deku, Hinata and Kageyama, Kyo and Yuki, like, and they don't always have to become lovers. They can become friends, but it's just the, like, because they're forced to work together, and then you're like, ugh, man, I hate that guy. And then you work, and you're like, eh, he's all right. And then later, you're like, if you talk shit about him, I'll throw hands. 
I personally really like the isekai trope, which is basically where you're teleported from one world to another. So, uh, I got re- that time I got reincarnated into a slime, spirited away, um, you could even go as far, it's stretching it a bit, but like Kami-sama Kiss. Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online, uh, Kyoko Bed and Back. Bed and Breakfast for Spirits. Um, I just really like that. I also like anything that really deals with, like, the spirit world. I know a lot of people don't like isekais. I fucking love them. I think, like, if I had to... I guess it's more of a genre. But if I had to choose it, I think that would be, like, my favorite, like, genre of... Ah, yes. I think this is something we can both agree on. Reverse harems. Yes! Reverse harems. And the reason, specifically, obviously, Oran High School Host Club and then Fruits Basket... Um, but one of the reasons that I love reverse harems is because, first of all, most of them are written by women. Um, I think they would be very different if it was written by a man. But the reason why I love reverse harems is that all the men are so respectful. Like, they have their moments of, like, a possessive, like, you're mine, like, let's battle it out for main character's love. But they're so respectful and nice and it's just like, because if you were in an actual reverse harem, odds are a good majority of them are just kind of creepers. But in anime, they are just straight up himbos. It's all I want. There's another show that I think you'll really like. It's um, As Miss Buzzleby Likes It, like the demon. It's a slice of life. It's 12 episodes. Very cutesy. You will like it, but it's a reverse harem, and I love it. It's very cute. You would love it. I loved it. I am adding it to my watch list. I know there is so much shit for this, but I love the beach episodes. It's such a nice break from all the shit going on everywhere else. Like, the fucking beach episode and fruits basket. I mean, I know there's other shit that happens, but that was nice while it lasted. Uh, the fucking beach episode and Attack on Titan, which is where we're just gonna say Attack on Titan ended. That's where it ends. I know there's a beach episode in Naruto. There's a there's beach a episode beach in episode. in Darling in the Franks. You know where there's no beach episode? There needs to be a beach episode in Promise Neverland. <laughs> they need a break. They don't get a break. Oh, and then the beach episode in Black Clover is great. I love it. And then one of my favorites of all time is Found Family. And also like the, the we're not related, but we're family type of thing. Um, what my favorite, my favorite ever, ever, ever is A Place Further Than the Universe, which is just, <laughs> it's so cute. And it's just... Ah, and then Hunter Hunter and Yuri on Ice. Also within that trope, I do like the you're not my son, but I am your dad trope. So like All Might and Deku, um, all of them have suddenly left my mind. The uh, recently that I just watched Tanjiro and the, the red demon Pinocchio mask guy from Promise Neverland. Even That's though it's in the player. manga, oh. the old geezer and Emma and Ray. Um, oh, I know. And then in 
and Fruit's Basket, it's Kyo and his master. If you really like found family, Black Clover. It takes a while till they explain it, but... Like, when you get to see everybody else's points of view, like, as they introduce more of the characters, I guess technically you could even go as far as to say uh, Attack on Titan, because the, the main little scouting group... <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. We're fine. <laughs> We're not mad at all. And the last one I have for what I like is... Uh, like a very regular MC in like an extraordinary world. So Deku from My Hero has no abilities, wants to be the world's number one hero. Granted, it's a bit cheating because he does get powers. Asta from Black Clover has no magical powers where everybody has magic. Those are like the only two that come to mind. All right, you ready to move on to dislikes? Yes. All right, here we go. Boy who must always make inappropriate sexual jokes towards girls and it's somehow considered funny. Mineta from My Hero Academia. Or just, I guess, anyone who has to make overly sexual jokes just in general. So, I'm sorry. Hot take. I don't like Hisoka from Hunter x Hunter. Um, I don't think he's hot. I don't think he's sexy. I understand that he's a... He's not necessarily a villain, but he's just a person. But I don't like it. He's a pedophile clown man. I agree with that. I don't like that either. Um, which also ties in with mine, which I really hate. I know at least one of the guys from How Not to Summon a Podcast listens to our show. And I don't remember which one it is that hates fan service. So I really hope it's him who's listening and not the other two. But I hate sexual fan service in shows. Like, I hate the overly breasted women. I hate the panty shots. I hate the weird, like, random, like, orgasm-like things. Like, oh my god, uh, Fangirl and I tried to watch, um, What Are You Doing Here, Teacher, or something like that. And it is so overly, like, sexualized. And I'm just like, I, like, I don't like it. That's also why I will never fucking watch Food Wars. <laughs> Like, I absolutely hate that over-sexual fan service. And I don't know if that's normal or if that's just because I'm ace, but I really hate it. No, I didn't want to watch, um, like, oh, fuck, um, how to, how not to pick up girls in a dungeon. Because in the first episode, there's a girl and the only thing holding her boobs up is a piece of string. And... And my friend Justin, who really introduced me to anime, was just like, oh, you just have to go past it. This is normal. And I'm like, why is that normal? Like, is it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, and especially because the girls with the, like, big ginormous badonkadonks, such as Momo from My Hero Academia, part of their personality is having big boobs. It's dumb. Because also, I mean, I don't know if you're, I mean, I'm sure that we both have a similar experience but girls in like in my high school who had large boobs that's all they were really considered they were called cows in in high school or they were basically just like called udders or stuff like that and it was just disgusting and it really just normalizes sexualizing women's bodies this is also kind of a hot take i don't like love triangles 
They stress me out. They give me anxiety. There is always one that there is obviously like the girl and the two guys. There's always there's always one that she obviously has to be with. That's obviously better for her. And I absolutely hate love triangles. Um, I grew out of my love triangle phase when I was 13, like a normal person. Um, they're stressful as hell. And I absolutely hate them, especially if the if the girl goes back and forth. I'm looking at you, Vampire Diaries. That's the worst. Like, I can deal with Love Triangle if you finally settle on one. But, like, continuously going back on forth, I'm like, just, just pick someone. There's not, like, a lot in anime that I can, like, think of. Of, like, straight-up love triangles. There's, like, implied love triangles. But it's fine because the they don't usually get with any of them the only one that comes to mind is kyo yuki and toru from fruits basket yeah i don't like it but i'm just saying this because of all the shit we talked in our attack on titan review there is one in attack on titan and it's mikasa and flock over Eren. <laughs> okay okay Okay, you know what? I will accept that one. That one makes me laugh because, oh my god. Everyone's like, oh, I'm the number one Aaron simp. No, you are not, ma'am. That is Flock. There will never be anyone more on Aaron's dick than Flock. I really hate the trope of the dead parent backstory that is the sole reasoning for their shit. I think that's why I fucking hate Aaron so much. Besides just being annoying. I don't like it. If it's done well, good. I don't know. I don't like it. I think it's kind of a cop-out. Everybody's got a fucking dead parent or a missing parent. I'm like, can't can we have both, both parents, please? Nope. Please? Just yeah. once? Naruto. No parents. But he... He doesn't really let it... Like, that's not really his motivation. He just wants to be the best Hokage so people will love him. But also, like, Deku doesn't let his dad leaving really affect... Yeah. A lot so. of his stuff. Then you would... You probably wouldn't like, like, gone from Hunter Hunter. Because his whole motivation for getting his hunter license is to find his dad, who is a hunter. And then his dad actively avoids him. <laughs> I have one more. And there is only one anime ever that has fallen into this trap. And if there is another one, don't even tell me what it is. Or do tell me what it is because then I can avoid it. But it is they both leave at the end. And, and it's not like, oh, one of them died and the other one has to live on. Nah, 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 nah. I'm talking, they both are alive and they choose to leave at the end. And I'm looking at you, number six. I hate number six so much. Maybe we might have my friend uh, Ash get on here. It is Ash's. And we can rant about number six. Because goddamn, that fucking anime. And I guess spoiler warning for what I just said. But they both leave at the end. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. 
And they're like, oh, it has, it's pro-LGBT because they're both gay. Yeah, and then they fucking leave at the end. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Weep Cafe. We've enjoyed rambling on and ranting as we always do. Thank you to everybody who has been listening. We recently hit 500 total downloads, which is like huge because I honestly never thought anybody would listen to this. (laughs) Why are you listening? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Don't forget to like not like comment and subscribe well i mean we do we are uploading this on youtube so if you're listening on youtube don't forget to like comment and subscribe if you're just listening to this normally please go give us a rating on apple podcast that helps us get seen also if you're on Podchaser, don't forget to review us as a show and our episodes also gives us views i don't know what we're talking about next week maybe we'll do a rant we're thinking about it it's been it's been a hot minute since we've done a rant Alright, anyways, we'll catch you next Sunday with a new episode. Bye! Bye!